Hey everyone, welcome to the latest installment of The Way It Is. Um, this is a bit of a uh, uh, important day, uh, kind of poignant actually for a number of reasons. Um, not to get too melodramatic, but it's the fourth anniversary of my brother's passing four years ago. So that's uh, kind of uh, important. But also, uh, on a lighter note, this is the hundredth episode of The Way It Is, which is astounding to me that we have 100 episodes <laughs> and so um with that because it's such a uh, uh auspicious occasion uh we are going to do a giveaway uh for a cook's gift basket uh but we need you to like share uh, subscribe subscribe do all those social media things and <laughs> uh and then we'll uh we'll do a lucky winner we'll have a cook's basket delivered to them so um and the guys are joining obviously because uh they've been along for the ride uh, at least for most of it anyway and um yeah i, I mean i was uh, scrolling through when ben told me this was happening i went holy moly and so i was scrolling through all the the podcasts and there certainly have been some highlights there's no question a lot of about stuff it. said a lot of stuff said uh we actually have a list of some things that were said and and things that have actually come to fruition some things have have, have changed a bit um uh, others maybe not quite as accurate but uh, uh nevertheless i think we I, I i and the guys i think we're pretty bang on with a lot of the comments that we make which i guess uh, speaks to the fact that we know what we're talking about most of the time so that's a good thing um so yeah, I mean, Sam, you wanted to yeah. start with some some. I got a, some questions for you, just to kind of reflect on uh, the past one hundred. Um, so I guess the first one, it's uh, kind of just comes from like, uh, why did you decide to start the podcast? Well, a um, couple reasons. One was um, the the least of which was this whole social media thing that everybody says you have to be present and start a podcast. And you know, the first it was blogs, and then it was now it's podcasts yeah. and and all that mm -hmm. stuff. The other thing is, I've actually always enjoyed this kind of a form in public speaking. I've always uh, I've even toyed with the idea of going into motivational speaking, coaching, that kind of stuff. Um, and so for me, it was an opportunity where I thought, uh, and I've, I've developed certain opinions over 35 years in real estate, 56, 56 years <laughs> of life. So yeah, I thought it would be a good place to rant. I was always actually uh, uh, enamored with um, Rick Mercer's rants, in fact, and that was the original sort of vision for the podcast. And then I chickened out a bit because... I I've kept it PC, uh, probably too PC. Uh, maybe now going forward, the hundred plus, uh, <laughs> we, we'll start yeah. turning up the heat a bit, and, uh, and eighteen maybe, plus. <laughs> we'll start. We'll start actually uh, maybe uh, rub, uh, ruffling feathers and uh, and creating some ripples in the water um, because I, you know, I mean, it's obviously about some of it's tongue in cheek, but some of it's actually quite uh, uh, pertinent, and uh, it's it's about. And so getting back to the point, it's about getting people thinking. It was to provide information to to the listeners, to the general public. It was also designed not to be just real estate focused uh, and real estate centric. It was designed to be more community minded and community oriented because I think a lot of people are interested in what's happening in their community and and um, and don't necessarily know uh, yeah. the ins and outs of what's happening around them and why. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Wait, just a quick, I guess, detour to community. 
You want to say something about Movember quick? Right, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> as you can see, uh, we, we did a, uh, there'll be a post out at some point today or in the next couple of days. Uh, we did a shave off there just to see three quarters of the way in how uh, how the stashes are progressing. Uh, and there'll be a contest actually to for that too, to see who's got the best stash. I think the handlebars myself are going to win it. <laughs> Wait till the but, end. <laughs> but, um, and yes, uh, so, and uh, we do have our site. We're actually uh, pretty, not so much close to our goal we're definitely over half which is great and we are going to i'll say this out loud this will be the the in the post as well but team luca first our goal was 1500 dollars. i think we're at 950 so we will match dollar for dollar any donations that take us now to the 1500 we will match over and above match that to take the goal over and above that so there's an incentive for everybody to to donate as well so thank you joel for mm -hmm. bringing that up so perfect all right back to the questions so I guess, uh, uh, what was your like kind of favorite moments or guests or a group of guests that you've had on it? Yeah. Kind of the highlights. Yeah. So I was scrolling through and uh, it reminded me of some of the things that, that, that we did and some of the guests I had. So certainly doing the podcast in the plane when Ben and I went up in Will Hodge, <laughs> Willie Dog's plane, that Oof. was certainly uh, a first. And, and I think that was certainly a highlight. No question about it. Yeah. It was a beautiful day and we got a nice tour of the Thousand Islands and, and back. Um, and, you know, Willie had some insight things to say about uh, entrepreneurship and, and business for self so that was certainly a highlight um, and then there's certainly uh, today uh, very topical uh, Victor Mendez who's in Qatar watching going to be watching Canada's game we're recording this on Wednesday so this is Wednesday so we're, we're not going to keep this too long because kickoffs at two o'clock for Canada's first yep. World Cup game in 36 years so um, you know that was exciting to talk about Team Canada the the you know the infrastructure of soccer in the country um, and of course this started during the pandemic the, the podcast and so Dr. Gerald Evans was one of my faves. He was one of my faves on the science table, advisory table for the province. Uh, he's just a smart guy. Uh, he gets it. Uh, he was very, um, very uh, educational and insightful about the pandemic and how people should navigate it, the vaccines, all of that. I, I really enjoyed my times with him. Absolutely. Um, uh, Lubomir Luchik, the professor at RMC, the who supports the Ukraine, which is still a thing, hard to believe, a hundred days in or something like that, that that's still a conflict and, and still happening. So, um, you know, again, that was timely and, and topical. Um, locally, uh, Paige Agnew from the city of Kingston, I thought was a great podcast. I found it to be exceptionally informative about the city of Kingston, the urban planning, what's sort of uh, the steps people take, what's happening in terms of big picture, a little picture, uh, you know, development in Kingston. Uh, I thought that was, uh, I thought that was very good. I should put my glasses on so I can even see. Um, the Alex, um, oh, I've forgotten his last name now. Um, the chair, the commissioner of the film uh, committee here in Kingston. Mm. Jan yeah, and uh, you know, a week ago, I, I binge watched uh, the mayor of Kingston. I had nothing else yeah. I, that really intrigued me, so I thought, you know what, I'm going to watch that. It was phenomenal. I encourage everybody to watch it. Mayor it. of Kingstown. Mayor of Kingstown. Yeah. Kingstown, so it yeah. was filmed at KP, and uh, that was one of the things that Alex and I talked about. Uh, Hugh Dillon, who's a local boy, went to KCVI. He's a little bit older than me, um, and uh, he's an executive producer. Jeremy Renner. I encourage everybody to watch it. But it's great when you see 
the streets that you walk and drive on and, yeah. and uh, you know, right in right there and, and uh, they're part of the scene. So I thought that was, that was pretty cool. Um, we've had, um, we've had some, you know, uh, and again, trying to be topical, trying to be informative. We've had some key speakers in terms of, you know, uh, home ownership, uh, key life at, you know, life at key, they call it, which is sort of fractional ownership in the GTA area. Uh, people that are getting in, you know, trying to get a foothold into the condo market, um, different ways to, um, uh, expedite the real estate process that open, uh, chap that talked about, you know, um, uh, that technology surrounding offers and, re- uh, all of that part of it. Uh, the back end of that with, um, um, oh frig! I gotta find it here. But the other fellow that they—it's all digital now in terms of the back end of real estate and the transactions and and being able to do everything online. We talked about um, the one guest that talked about wills and estates. Um, Lisa Henderson of uh, Three House of Three House of Three, uh, you know, who's fantastic, former client that uh, makes plans and helps with legalization of secondary suites and stuff like that. Again, very prominent and topical um i had my doppelganger first cousin david on talking about the u.s economy which was great to have him on and confuse people in terms of how there could be two good looking guys like me on the planet (laughs) um and uh what uh john lusink who's always uh, he's a A great friend he's a great friend he's so uh smart guy uh very insightful and he's got his finger on the pulse because he's He's in the middle of it, right in the GTA with how many, I forget how many locations they have for right at home and uh, between Ottawa and Toronto. And um, so, you know, he's he's in the thick of it every day. So his insights are always um, pertinent, I yep. find, and, and, and helpful. So, yeah, I, I mean, you know, uh, those, that definitely, so those are That's some awesome, of that. Yeah. And then, of course... The ones that got the most traction were the mayoral interviews. And I uh, have to say, you know, I, it was... Um, it was certainly enlightening. Uh, certainly, um, you know, Tina Fraser, the one candidate, brought a certainly a whole different perspective to uh, to the mayoral candidacy race. Uh, and uh, uh, Skylar MacArthur O'Blenis, smart kid, you know, uh, ended up doing quite well. I think he finished yeah, second. Yeah, um, you know, and and even Ivan Stolik. Uh, you know, had a very, uh, you know, different perspective, different, not in a bad way by any means, but he had a very, um, and he's very passionate, was very passionate about his perspective in terms of the homeless and how to help these people immediately. And, and, um, you know, uh, his beliefs in, in what was happening at city hall, right and wrong and, and whatnot. Um, so that, you know, I, I found that extremely interesting. Um, and of course, Mayor Patterson, you know, I mean, there's those that may not be fans of his. I, I've always enjoyed his his times on the podcast just because I find him a consummate professional. I find him, uh, I've, uh, I've, I've found him to be a, a good mayor, whether that's, you know, right or wrong, um, you know. Um, well, he, he won by a bit of a landslide, so obviously yeah, other, people do you know, that. And I, and I think it speaks to, you know, if we're going to say something, and certainly not to, to be disparaging to, to Mayor Patterson, but, you know, uh, he really hasn't done anything horribly wrong, you know. I mean, yep. uh, maybe there's those that would say he hasn't done anything great, but he certainly hasn't cocked it up, right? And there's yeah. certainly... It, it, it almost seems like in politics, half the job is making sure 
you, you don't muck up. Yeah, you, know? you don't yeah. screw it up. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so there you go. That's I think I've touched on yeah. most of the highlights there. Oh, so. that's big. I mean, a hundred episodes and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. um, and then uh, so how do well? I mean, you almost uh, touched on it in there, but how do you feel about it now after a hundred episodes? Do you regret it? Do you are you happy you did it? Are you yeah? Excited, no, I, I'm, kind of I'm happy I did it. I I want to keep doing it. There have been some uh, Ben can attest. It's been challenging sometimes getting guests uh, consistently. That's been a struggle. We've reached out to certain groups that just tune us out. Uh, I wanted to have a rant about homecoming and uh, the powers of be a Queens shut us out. Uh, I'll say touchy, that out touchy, loud. touchy subject for the yeah, last whatever, <laughs> whatever. I may still do a rant about it again, but, uh, that, that pisses me off because I, I'm not here to throw in and my podcast speaks for itself. I've been very PC. I'm not here. I'm not Joe Rogan. I'm not here to throw somebody under the bus. I'm not, I just want to flesh out conversations and have people understand why, why things are happening. Right. So everybody and everybody has an opportunity to say their piece and, and give their opinions. Um, we wanted, um, some of the teachers represent back when there was issues it's yeah yeah so you know and they shut us out uh, although we we reached out to a QP member which is still potentially in the wings uh we do have uh, a chap who's the head of the association of municipalities of ontario that's going to be coming on talking oh, nice. about bill 20 you know it's the new bill 27 the housing bill the housing faster now uh, I think it's Bill 23, Bill 28, something like that. Yeah. But anyway, so that's going to be happening, which is great because that's obviously very pertinent, uh, especially in light of the news snippets yesterday with Dougie uh, telling developers he's going to open up uh, the greens for the, uh, the green, green belt, yeah. green belt yeah. for development. He's such Jeez. an idiot. Anyway, um, yeah. So, I mean, do I still want to do it? Absolutely. Do, and I think... Um, do I want to have more guests? I'd love to have more guests. I'd love to have it in person now that we're sort of on the back end of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, I'd love to have, um, yeah, I'd really like to, to get actually better traction even now. And I, I feel if we can get more guests and, and, and take it, you know, I'll even take it on the road. Like, I mean, I'd, I'd love to go to different venues and meet people where they want to meet. Uh, yeah, I'm all for that. Well, I was going to say some popular ones were when you in Co uh, Costa Rica and stuff like that, right? And then, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and, more you know, I actually, and, and I missed the one, you know, I forgot about the one completely when I was with my kids in Halifax, yeah, which exactly. was great. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So I, I definitely That's am good. still interested. And I definitely, though, now, uh, forewarning and, it, you can like unlike it or whatever i'm going to start ranting and just <laughs> saying say speaking my Fair mind well i mean you just answered my last question pretty much with all that too because i was going to ask about the future plans but that about sums it up there, yeah so that's yeah awesome. I, I think that's time for me to start speaking my mind yeah. and and I, and again that's I, and I, those that know me know i'm not a fanatic uh i'm not yeah. a radical uh <laughs> there are some of my some that have heard me rant on the golf course uh i yeah, unprovoked, and uh, so they might raise a couple of eyebrows, but uh, I don't, <laughs> think, I'll go, I don't yeah. think I'll go off as much as I did that one day. And those of you that know that episode uh, that were involved will uh, will be chuckling at that. But yeah, anyway, so yeah, that's it. But uh, maybe uh, Joel, unless you had something, we can go through quickly some of our um, projections or things Bang that them we off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Well, I guess. Uh, 
Ben's written down some quick stats here from some previous episodes. Um, actually, I'm not sure what these are. Those are the dates in I think, reference the, to. Oh, those okay, are the dates okay. of the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the podcast. So. Um, so why don't we just skip then to uh, to February of last year, uh, where the the Ben has here the average asking price was uh, six hundred sixteen thousand, and the average sale price was six hundred twenty two. Uh, has this gone up or has this gone down? <laughs> well, obviously, obviously that's gone down now. The uh, And I guess I'll tie that into, there's a one further down that talks about, uh, is it a bubble? And I think at the time, uh, early on in the pandemic, I said it, that it, it, it wasn't a bubble. Uh, in that, that And yet, I guess here we are where certainly the air has gone out of the market in the sense of, in which we've talked about ad nauseum. It's not January, February, March anymore. And, and unfortunately, the Bank of Canada has succeeded in their plans to literally deflate the market. Uh, I will say this to people, though, because again, and then I, because uh, I pre uh, previewed those before, but um, they all tie into each other. But you know, the 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 bit about um, listing now in this fall winter market is the market still a supply demand thing, and there is still scarcity of inventory, Absolutely. good inventory, yeah. and and then you know, and here's my mini rant right now: the Bank of Canada, they've got one, I think, one more increase in them, which get it over with, uh, and then just stabilize this the shit that's going down because. Their unintended consequences of what they're doing is twofold. One, uh, they're creating and exacerbating the supply-demand uh, issue because they've dropped a bunch of buyers that would have qualified originally for better price ranges down into lower price ranges, thereby creating downward pressure in the lower price ranges, right? Under mm -hmm. 500,000. It's created a vacuum in that 700 to 900 range, million range maybe. And then, curiously enough, the luxury market is reasonably active i mean yep, we've yep. sold Same we sold old. charleston lake we sold uh coverdale drive we sold so all those properties over a million, million plus, dollars yeah. right million plus um so you know again the unintended consequence they think that they're helping those that need help when actually while they're doing is still widening the gap between the haves and the have-nots right and they're dumping more people into the category of needing help right so because rising interest rates hasn't stop the cost of food at the grocery store from going up hasn't stopped the cost of materials at a lumber store or anywhere else from or materials for construction or anything else from going up um hasn't improved the employment landscape hasn't uh you know try to still go get a car and stuff like that it, it's it, it hasn't changed any of that so um food for thought um and so yeah i mean uh the market is still strong in kingston we're still seeing sales just yeah. to, to kind of touch on that because this is pretty impressive um so ontario as a whole uh in the last month we've seen a decrease uh in prices of 8.1 percent which is very small actually so it's certainly us kind of leveling off kingston has seen an increase in 2.7 percent right. of prices in the last month yeah and an increase over the last two months actually Right. For the average house price. And that, and that speaks to Kingston. Kingston being Kingston. Yeah. I've done this for 35 years here, lived here all my life. And, and Kingston is just one of those very stable marketplaces. I mean, just it was in the news where Kingston was what? Uh, one of the top five smallest, smaller cities yeah. in the in the country. Right? Exactly. Or something yeah. like that. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, again, it's a university town. It's a waterfront community. It's got a lot of institutional employment. So, it, it tends to be insulated from a lot of what goes on in, in, in the province. Absolutely. Um, and then getting back, sorry, the, the the last point I wanted to make about 
these unintended consequences. Everybody's heard on the news and it's getting all the attention now and all the sound bites about how ludicrous the rental market is now and mm -hmm. how, how rents have skyrocketed. Well, guess what? That's exactly a direct uh, effect yep. of the rising interest rates. Why? Because people can't buy homes now and so they're renting. And so that's driving up, eating up all of the supply. So there's hardly any supply, increasing the demand, raising rents. Second, investors. The math just doesn't make sense anymore. So yep. investors aren't buying these investment properties or turning existing properties into investment properties because the math just doesn't make sense. Even at today's rents, which are gone up 13% or almost 15% in certain market areas, right? Exactly, so yeah. um, th there you go. So, uh, you know, you can't, it's the old adage, you can't suck and blow at the same time, right? <laughs> so as much as they think they're, 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 they're solving the inflation bit, they're just creating a lot of issues for a lot of people. And in, 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 so it's got to it's gotta have to level off in the new year. Like I said, they, they, I think they want to make sure they get inflation probably somewhere around six and a half or something like that, because that's not even the real number. The real number is, I think, like when you take energy and stuff out of it, it's like 3.2, where they want yeah. to get it back to a whatever Absolutely. their normal level is or close to it mm -hmm. anyway. So, but they can't, it, this is unsustainable. These increased rent interest rates are, are not sustainable, in my opinion, personally. Yeah, well, it went up faster than it went down. Right, you know, Absolutely. we went down consistently for two years. Now all of a sudden, we've gone up the same, almost more in uh, in the past eight months. Right, and yeah. and the people it's affecting, myself included, with three variable rates, <laughs> as yeah. uh, each of the mortgages have gone up uh, approximately a thousand dollars each. Yep, and then a lot of that's going to interest instead of principal now. Well, I just yeah. saw the uh, news post today. Uh, most mortgages now are going to hit this trigger rate, which. You learn something new all the time. You didn't nah. know this existed and yeah. buried in the fine print of your mortgage covenants, which no one reads ever. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's this trigger rate, if you don't know about it, and it's the point where your mortgage payment literally doesn't pay any more principal, just all goes to interest. interest. Yeah. So, crazy. Um, well, I guess I can just touch on, I just pulled up the stats for Kingston in particular. Uh, I'm using the median sales prices because I, I kind of prefer those over average because like you said, the yep. luxury market's still been relatively stable, which kind of influences the average a little bit higher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Kingston in February of this year, peak of the market, $708,000 for, uh, for a home. Now that includes everything, single families, townhomes, condos, everything. Uh, so we went from 708 and we're down to actually leveled off and, and increased, like Sam had mentioned, just by a couple percent. Yep. But we're now at 570. Hmm. So a drastic decline, uh, which is obviously, that's when rate heights started. Well, they started in March or whatever. Um, it's had quite an effect. In, and now we're seeing a leveling off. So even with smaller rate increases, I would be surprised if it still does have an effect. Because like you said, there's so much pressure now in that, market of, yeah. of housing prices you know anything under 600 is pretty much everybody's going for it yeah no and and, and we are seeing still multiple offers in 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 certain categories right yeah. i mean shocking i competed on 16 with 16 offers the other day like yeah. literally mm -hmm. less right. than a month ago 16 other offers at the right. table so yeah. you know and 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 so it's it, it again it, it, it's pockets it's it's the right place at the right time it's yeah. all, you know a bunch of different variables conspire to that um you know and and the other thing is you know as much as that seems like a massive drop from 708 to 575 let's interpret what that really means so it means that 
And because, because again, and I don't know if we've got that stat uh, or we can pull it up, but I'm pretty confident that uh, property values are still above pre-pandemic levels, meaning that when the, all the crap started happening, are yeah. they? Or aren't yeah. They? So, oh yeah. Significantly. Sure. So 570, you know, let's talk pre-pandemic. Uh, we'll go back to February, 2022. So February, 2022, we were at 411,000, um, you know, and now we're December of, uh, well, late November of 2020 2020 or 2022 when did the pandemic pandemic started March 2020 March 2020 right yeah so 410,000 yeah was the medium sale price of a house so you're still 160 above that above that right and 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 those of you that if you're going online on realtor.ca or whatever you'll see there's still prices that are out there that are are, are not you know uh you know try to get a place I mean Ben, not to talk out of school and air your laundry, but Ben's got an offer on a property, fortunately, a semi, but it's under 400000 But we got lucky, got in right away, we weren't holding offers. Yep. Um, you know, but, you know, the, the, everything else, you, you'd be multiple offers and, and, and what have you still. Yep. So, And that's what we do for our clients is we get them the deals. That's right. Yeah, even if it is a family member. So. <laughs> family member. <laughs> Employee <laughs> slash, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. What time is it? We've got to keep watching. Yeah. It's one thirty-one. All right. What, what else we got? Oh, okay. Yes, that's right. I guess there's more. Make it quick. Right? we got to get home and watch the yeah, game. Yeah, we got to get home and watch the game. Uh, you predicted that interest rates would not go above 6% in the next half year. Still safe. Yeah. And especially if we're only expecting one more hike. Yeah. yeah. Now, now safe. are we talking like mortgage rates, like a five-year fixed, or are we talking uh, like the Bank of Canada rate? Well, I mean, Bank of Canada. If that went to above six. We'd all. Well, Bank yeah. of Canada will go above six because that is at five point nine five, right? Which is the. They're not that high, are they? No, they're at like four point two five or something. Okay, so that prime is, the, is at five point nine five. Prime is yeah. at five point nine five, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah, so, so fi- Prime will climb above six for yes, sure. But exactly, yes. but and then uh, but retail rates, so fixed five year money is five point oh five, right, or something like that. I think yeah, five no yeah five percent pretty much on right. the dot. So yeah. the the next half point basis increase isn't going to take that above six that's for sure yeah. so maybe get it to five and a quarter something like that but exactly the three-year rate is 5.59 so i imagine they yeah. could go to that but yeah yeah uh are we going to see the same kind of late fall winter uh seasonality that we saw last year in the sense that there wasn't much seasonality it was still a very hot market we didn't really see things drop off yeah no i think we are seeing things drop off we, we can yeah. tell that by the system we're on every day where yep. so the number of listings coming on is is less and less um the number of sales are and right. i find it's 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 way less than what it was like for the last two years it was. in terms of inventory right now is very yeah. very few and far between. there's a lot of recycled stuff you know because yeah. now it's taking on average anywhere from two weeks to 30 days to 60 days for a property to sell depending yep. on price where all that kind of stuff yep. so yeah uh in february of 2021 actually uh, looks like there was some cl- complaining about uh, the cost of materials for renovations do you want to comment on where we're at right now well i mean i think it still sucks i think <laughs> yeah. you know i mean the worst part now what's what's uh, the 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 other uh, it's a two-headed monster now because the other part of it is uh, trades mm-hmm. trying to find trades and contractors that will actually do the work one thing to have them get the materials uh, aside from whatever they cost good luck finding someone that's actually going to do the work for you uh, I mean I guess 
maybe a positive byproduct will be there'll be more DIYs happening or something, which is a good and a bad thing, uh, depending, depends on the person. <laughs> depending on the person and their skill sets. But um, yeah, now you can't get, you can't even get a trade and, nope. and, and, and stand in line. Like, you know, people are saying you got to wait three months to, before I can even come to the job and take a look at it or quote Absolutely. it. Like that. So this is, this is a golden one here. Uh, Brian Mathy, Mathy. Yeah. Explained that at the time, variable interest rates were 2.45. The Bank of Canada was predicting that there would not be another rate hike until 2023 and only if there were inflationary pressure. Mm-hmm. Which there clearly I guess was. There was infl- inflationary pressure. <laughs> well, that was quite foreboding, I yeah. guess, right? <laughs> certainly yeah. very, yeah, exactly. So that certainly played out. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, okay. Here's a good one. Uh, Luca is asked by a client, this is in March 2021. When the bubble is going to burst, Lucas states that there is no market bubble. Yeah, yeah. So I guess, obviously, I mean, a bubble in the sense that there, yes. So I I guess I can say I was inaccurate or or wrong in that projecting simply because, obviously, the airs out of what happened in in April, May, or January, February, March. That said... um, It's not a 2008 bubble. It's not a 2008 bubble. And and, and even still, like after we just talked about, Kingston's remained very stable, right? So it's not like prices are plummeting. It's not like, uh, you know, people are walking away from their houses or anything like that. So, I mean, it's it's not, it's gross out there. I'm not going to lie to you. It's, you know, if you decided to listen to the news every day, all day long, you might want to just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might want to give reality a second that uh, second thought. But um, anyway, it, it's yeah. It, I mean, King, and that's the thing. It's it, a bubble in the sense that, and I've said this to people too, though the the variables that conspired for that perfect storm that happened in the fall of 2021 and the early part of the year of this year may never happen again. We Absolutely, had yeah. we had the height of the mm-hmm. close to the height of the pandemic. Interest rates at an all-time low. What people were getting variables at one point three five or something, and so one point two even at something insane like that. People so, were even, and people were locking it fixed below two percent, right? Like consistently. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oops! I hit the don't hit the play button. Stop. Stop. <laughs> there. Anyway, um, so uh, that uh, you know, uh, lack of uh, supply, crazy demand. We had that huge influx of of. Um, uh, both non-resident and out-of-town buyers. Well, was, That's petered out to a certain extent, yeah. but there's still a great deal of out-of-town buyers. They're still looking to buy in Kingston. Was, Toronto pretty much hit that number where it was like, Toronto is no longer affordable. And that creates the mass migration to Kingston. Because I think, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure, weren't we the number one across Canada in terms of housing increases? I think we in were. That February, yeah, yeah, in February, we were the number were, yeah. one spot. Yeah. And that comes from the perfect storm. That That's, right. Hit. That's right. So, so. I mean, I, I think we're going to see, obviously, uh, this winter will be uh, different than last winter. I don't think the market will be as uh, hot, I guess, is the word to describe it. Uh, but again, it, it's still chugging along. Um, you know, people still have to move regardless yep. of what happens. I mean, to put it into perspective, again, just because I'm an old guy, uh, you know, when I started, the average five-year money was 12%. And people bought homes in the 90s when interest rates were 11 and three quarters and 12%. So people will still buy houses at 5.25 or 5.05 or 5.95 because there's always going to be a need. Um, The bigger issue is, is just all these other economic variables that are, are still applying uh, some pressure that 
rising interest or increasing interest rates aren't going to solve the problem in the Ukraine, aren't going to solve or the, the, the fallout of what the byproducts of the conflict in Ukraine, um, you know, the, the conflicts that are happening around the world that lead leading to, you know, OPEC cutting, you know, turning the tap on and off and creating energy, you know, uh, yeah. shortages and things like that. So, um, yeah, but I mean, you know, uh, and like I said, I mean, there's Kingston is in a, a market where it's a very transitional uh, place. That's what leads to its stability. So because of all the institutional work at any given time, any given market, people Absolutely. have to move in and out of this community for work or to do everything. If they got posted, if they got took a job placement, if coming to Queens, coming to the KGH, coming to RCMP, OPP, Hydro One, you name it. There's always people moving out of the area. So you know what? we that's what we do we we we're, we're we weather the storm we help our clients we 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 give them the advice and the information that they need so that they can best navigate what's happening in the world when they have to do it so yeah yeah i think that's, that's a good perfect. place to yeah end it. no i yeah. think that's a great place to end yeah. it and yeah. so thank you everyone that's followed along and and listened and i hope you've enjoyed uh watching them as much as i've enjoyed doing them um i thank the guys for their support and the and ben uh for yeah hard to believe 100 episodes so here's to 100 more and exactly. uh like i said Need here's to uh, here's to, <laughs> here's to some uh maybe some more um more i guess 18 plus Infl <laughs> off the hip potentially inflammatory yeah, yeah, uh, eyebrow yeah. raising uh rants and uh, and topics so yeah. yeah so thanks for listening again subscribe like share do all that stuff we're gonna have a draw and a giveaway for a cook's gift basket uh help the movember cause um that's near and dear because i know i have several everybody knows somebody that's had prostate cancer or other men's health issues so uh you know it's not just uh, the one thing so yeah thanks for for doing all of that and we appreciate it and we will catch you on the next one so bye-bye perfect